Love Talk Radio. So, uh, welcome everyone. This is hashtag My Investing Story. And it is my true pleasure to have my co-host, um, my other co-host, <laughs> not my regular co-host, but my other co-host, Jackie Cummings-Kowski. Um, hey. Yes, we've done some shows together in December and it's really good to have her back because we have a special guest that is a regular, Bob Wynn, but we have his family investment club. Uh, which is, is it Real Enterprise Investment Club? Is that the whole name of it? Uh, yes, yeah, Real Real Win Enterprise. Real Win, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, W-Y-N-N, I get it, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can't have a last name like Win and not really use it, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, so yes, we're excited to have uh, Real Win Enterprise Investment Club. And uh, we're gonna have uh, three of the members of the investment club introduce themselves. We'll start with Janelle, then we'll go to uh, Ms. Clausell and then uh, Bob Wynn. Okay, wonderful. Well, hello everyone. I'm Janelle Johnson and I'm part of the um, Real Win Enterprise. Um, I was kind of considered one of the um, young people who um, started off in the, um, in the investment club group. And currently I'm now serving as the vice president of the investment club. Glad to be here to talk with you all. And hello everybody, I'm Bob Wynn and uh, I am one of the members of the Real Win Investment Club as well. Um, you'll hear from uh, one or two of my siblings, but it's actually the three sisters of mine plus myself who are the siblings uh, that the club is named after uh, is R-E-H-L and that's uh, Robert, Elizabeth, Helena, and Lorraine and of course the children of my siblings are part of this club as well and a few of the grandchildren are part of the club as well. We founded it in uh, December of 1999, which is a story in and of itself. I'll let someone else tell that story. And um, we've been going ever since. And my sister who's not on right now, Helena, is the treasurer. And I'm the E in the real win. I'm Elizabeth. I'm actually the baby sister living here in Tuskegee, Alabama. And I see that my son just came on, George Clausell II. He also is a, a partner in the club. But I am just um, elated to be here. And um, thank you so much for having us. Thank you. And uh, Janelle, were you there at the founding of the club? I was. I was just, yeah, just taking off her diapers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I may not have quite the memory of what happened as okay. Mr. Robert Wynn does, but I do remember it was in Wisconsin. It was snowing. It was a cold, <laughs> cold Christmas. And one of the amazing things about our family is that we all live in almost different time zones, different parts of the country. And every two years we do meet um, in person for a formal kind of family reunion, Christmas reunion. And during that time, it was when um, my uncle, Robert Wynn, proposed to the group to start an investment club. And so there was a lot of discussion about what that would mean, what that would look like. And 
Um, and I think that's kind of like when it started. So technically we are an investment club that has been meeting virtually before Zoom existed. We were um, a virtual club doing conference call in and we actually would only meet really once in person really once every two years. Mm -hmm. It was really just totally all virtual. So I think we were kind of a little bit ahead of our time in technology and moving forward in that sense. Mm -hmm. And so the club, uh was started and and um, I, I've heard the Genesis story, but <laughs> Bob, you can definitely tell it because it was it the December of ninety nine. It was Christmas? yeah because we meet every odd year or for Christmas. That's just when we started, so we've been consistent on that rotation. Actually, starting in probably nineteen ninety three, it was after my mom had passed away. But Liz was there. Uh, she was sort of um, representing the the yays and the nays. So I'll let her share what happened because I'm, okay. I'm kind of biased. <laughs> yes, we were we were having Christmas at Bob's house, and um, and I'm loving to tell this part because when Bob said he had something to talk to the family about, and um, and he shared about our family becoming an investment club, and he was. Um, informing us how it would work and the um, benefits that would happen. And I'm saying that because I was so green. I mean, I was clueless. I was one of those never thought of investing, never didn't know about investing, didn't know we of color really invested per se. And so with me over these years, it has really been a learning experience. And so my son that's on, and so he was sitting there and he, at the time, absolutely did not want to join or uh, just sing. But in saying that, um, he has been thoroughly glad, let's put it that way, that, he had, that his mother said, uh, you can be 50 years old, but you're going to be in this club. <laughs> and, and I tell him, I saw today. I saw today. Um, I didn't quite understand it, but I knew if I hung in there with Bob, I was headed somewhere. Wow. Um, my mom isn't on, but I think she would do a little hallelujah dance right now with-, with Yeah, my son had <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because, um, and I'm glad that, that two other family members outside of Bob told the Genesis story because um, hey, Ioni, I think you muted yourself by mistake. We want to catch every word. Sorry, thank you, thank you. Yes, you know, I think it's it's hard enough to be teaching yourself about investing. It's even harder to see the light and try to share that with mm -hmm. your family. And then it's even harder to convince them to start an investment club so you all can walk that path together. And I mean, to have the foresight that you did as a mother to influence your son and, and just impress upon him how important it is, despite his age, to get started. I mean, you know, it's been what, 25 years for the club, almost 30 years for the club? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, since the year 20, 2000. So it's actually about 21 years now. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so Ms. Clausell, um, 
you you saw now then how does it feel right now being here and, and having 20 plus years of the family club under your belt I think it almost would be easier to ask the Lord in the sense of I have sent so many praises up to him <laughs> and so many thank yous that um, that he enabled me to just, you know, um, one trust Bob. I think that might be a key component of anybody that wants to start a club too. As I said, Bob's track record, Bob's uh, reputation with the family uh, his knowledge and everything. I just felt that it was something I wanted to be a part of. And also I will say that Bob, along with other family members, because like I said, I was totally green, totally embarrassing green, but they have been so patient. And uh, if I have any questions, I'll always get them answered or they'll call and check on me or are you comfortable with this or do you understand this stock that we're going to sell or this stock that we're going to, to buy. Um, some of the club members might not know how many sidebar calls that I get. They do not leave me behind. They make sure that I'm fully understanding and that I know what's going on. I'm leaving it for you, Jackie, because I'm, I mean, my heart is wide open, so. <laughs> I know. I think that's so great. I mean, I'm listening and I'm so jealous because I, I, I wish that I had like a family club like this. Like I have family. I only have one daughter, but I have 11 nieces and nephews. And I, I wish that I could create something like this. So I, I guess, Bob, were, were you like the lone wolf? Like, did you have an ally that helped you present this to the rest of the family? Because I feel like if if everyone in the family or just about everyone else are like, no, 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 I'm not messing with that, it would have been so hard. Well, <clears throat> what happened was um, I was developing my career in financial education, and I think I was already on the board of Better Investing. Of course, you know, that opens your eyes and you see what the mainstream is doing and um, you want to bring it to your own community. So I had actually started uh, Asset Builders, a nonprofit that was going to outreach and bring more financial literacy into the community. And I just kept having this dislocated feeling that, you know, how can I be doing all of this outside of my own household and family? And I knew some of my family didn't even have this the way they should. And so I knew I was gonna outreach and start doing this in the community. And I just basically uh, tried my luck at commandeering the family and saying, we, you know, we have to start this only because I just felt it would be an imbalance to do all this for you know, other people and not even be doing it for my own family. And like Liz said, you know, they were all, at least the ones of my siblings, you know, were all willing to go along and then they could sort of impress upon their children to come along too. Probably uh, Janelle and her brother, I think were gonna come along, you know, pretty willingly anyway. But uh, we, we sort of have, we have actually something beyond just this club that we call a command performance. And that just means if it's a certain occasion and we're expecting, you know, all of the, um, the sort of like um, core family to be present, 
then it's not up for discussion. If somebody declares something, a command performance, that just means the whole family is expected to participate and there's no dissension. And so I don't know if we really called this club a command performance, but it had all of the spirit of a command performance and that everybody was going to be in it. And of course, uh, the four siblings have spouses and they certainly were not going to block, but you know they could choose <laughs> if they wanted to be like a spousal member of the club or just you know say it's just gonna be that family member and that spouse was going to sort of stay on the sidelines and which was allowable, but they all knew we were gonna kind of do this. So um, it's we've been successful. So the thing, and I have started a lot of clubs in other places. And um, basically I tell people when they say they wanna start a family club, I normally say, do not let that be your first club because it is a lot of, um, it is a lot of uh, dynamics you know, family dynamics that you have to take into account. And, and Bob, so, I didn't ring that bell. So you take as much time as you okay, need. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so basically, um, in order to navigate the family dynamics, it's good to have a lot of knowledge and confidence, at least about the investment club process, so that you're not grappling with family dynamics and learning about the club and how to do certain things. And, uh, you know, there's going to be discussions back and forth. Um, and so it just went better because I had had that experience and had the background from uh, better investing, you know, as well to, to help me out. And then we just began to evolve some practices that maybe came from other aspects of work we've done as a family, because we used to actually run a golf tournament to raise money for uh, scholarships uh, for our local community in North Carolina. So we had sort of a dynamic of working together already. And I think that helped as well. And um, we just kind of evolved to create a executive committee and that helps us have a separate overlay of decision-making and in-depth thinking and analysis. And Janelle is part of that. So she can maybe describe a little bit about uh, how the executive committee functions as well. Yeah, I'd love to hear it, Janelle. If you don't mind. Ja Janelle, be before you go, I I'm going to make one exception with Millie, who, uh, if she can come off of mute, she has a statement. And I, I want her voice because we actually have a, uh, a question from, um, from some of our listeners actually asking about, did many of the spouses join the, the Real Win Family uh, Enterprise Investment Club? Um, or did they sit on the sidelines? So let's hear from Millie and then Janelle. Thanks, Ioni. My statement was gonna be, um, you had asked about um, how easy it was to bring people along. I think one of the things that had helped, Bob and I had never given our nieces and nephews Christmas presents or gifts or toys. We had always given them stock. Mm -hmm or some aspect of some sort of investment tool. So these parents, Bob's siblings, had seen anywhere from 10 to 12 years of performance of how these children's stocks had done. So we didn't have to convince them that it was a real vehicle because I think, um, I think somebody had 
McDonald's, somebody had Disney. I think G had Disney. Uh, Janelle initially had, um, it wasn't G. It was now Verizon, whatever they sold. Yeah, it, yeah, so it had changed a couple of times. So we had given them examples of what, and our youngest um, had actually gotten a kind of a mutual fund um, because by then things had evolved. So, um, so I think that was part of the ability to bring the siblings along. And then wow, thank you. to the question, um, I am a spouse and I've been at the table since the beginning. And I, I would say that all of the spouses have a working knowledge of what we do. Some are more active than others. And um, one of the spouses has an economics background. So he's constantly giving us technical consults. He's not an active member, but he definitely gives us some heads up about the things he's reading. And I would say more than anything, the spouse, none of the spouses blocked. And so the fact that they, there was no opposition to what was being done um, it says a lot. Thank you so much for that, Millie. Wow. Um, well, I guess to follow up with that also is just kind of um, how we're organized at this time. So one, I will say uh, we have been fortunate to have a club that has continued on without any major strife or challenges. Um, I do think one is probably also just because of our family dynamics. Um, the Wynn family doesn't do a lot of drama and we kind of, you know, are very into loving. I think our, our, my grandparents, their parents were very big on, you know, the family dynamics and being a family. And um, so I think we try to kind of move forward on anything that feels. And there's a saying that my mom always uses, wear your garments loosely. So even if, you know, your stock wasn't selected, you learn to move on and carry onward. Even so, you know, just tell the next time. So we, I think that has kind of that perspective of what you're taking into it. Um, we have found that, you know, now that we're a more mature group and we kind of have a nice, pretty stable, um, portfolio, we moved towards doing what's called an executive committee. So one month executive committee meets to kind of review some stocks that persons are looking at, um, planning, and then every other month, so it's like one month we meet, and then the next month, the larger group meets to discuss. So because of that, it kind of helps with planning because a lot of us have grown. So many of us started off, we were younger. And now um, when we're People have families, people have kids. So the availability in the evenings to um, meet has kind of shifted and changed as some people retire, some people's families have grown. I think that has made a big difference. We really are very purposeful about our time. So I think someone in the chat was kind of asking about family gatherings. We really just meet on, we have a Sunday and that is when we meet. So whenever we meet for other holiday things and different things, we don't really talk a lot of shop and business. And I think that's also allowed us to stay as a family club without having a lot of merging. Um, it's when you have a conference call, that is when we discuss stocks, business, and other things. I mean, there might be some individual chit chatter here or there um, about just general economics and what's going on in, in, you know, in the economy or something, but we don't really have a lot of other additional meetings. And I think that's kind of 
one thing that, um, and I'm gonna go ahead and just you know say to um, Ms. Quazel Wayne, Liz, she always kind of reminds us, you know, family is family and kind of helps us remember we need to keep that family part together and not to kind of overwhelm ourselves with meetings. Um, in, in our meetings, actually, when we close, we always open with prayer and close with prayer. And we also do a, a round robin of kind of just good news sharing just to kind of keep that family dynamics there. So I want to say that if anyone was going into even any club, I mean, we all are involved in a lot of different things. You kind of have to always have a keep a lightness to it. I think it is work to do something, but having that balanced approach and money's personal. Everyone comes with their different money story and their different value story of how they look at money. And there's a respect that needs to come in play when dealing with money and stocks and things like that. So I think we also really, what's really helped us is better investing. We really have stuck by what did the SSG say? You know, some people have tried to go a different route. And I would say, you know, I, I think it sounds good. And I think you should put it in your portfolio, but is that what we're doing? Cause we're learning. So I think so we're kind of focusing on what are we teaching? And we've, you know, done some kind of fun things, but um, I feel that staying course and kind of following a, a kind of a, a an outline has helped us stay focused so that we kind of have a, a pattern that we're moving, but that kind of works for us. So of course, other groups may want to be a little bit more creative, a little more interesting. We also have an amazing treasurer. So I would say whoever wants to start a investment club finds an amazing treasurer, find yes. a really good treasurer. Yes. So we are fortunate to have um, a lovely woman in our group called Helena McIntosh, who, you know, is just a whiz and she is, is, is up on that iClub and she creates these amazing charts. So even if you are not in love with math, you can be in love with math when you look at Helena's Mac pie charts. So it really has helped us get to know um, the information, look at our portfolio and people can ask really good questions. Um, so I think having someone kind of, there is leadership that is needed for a club to go well, because when you have those reports, it also kind of puts to play, like, this is what's really working. And, and then even if you, you know, were doubtful, you can kind of see the proof is in the pudding kind of thing. So I want to say better investing to me, the organization has been a really good anchor for us to um, help learn. And also kind of, we've had um, team members attend some of the trainings to learn by SSGs, have gone to some of the conferences. So that has kind of also helped people kind of stay abreast learning and getting new information. Wow, Janelle, I mean, you said a mouthful and, and I, and I'm going to come back to you because I, I want you to tell us a little bit about being the young member in the family that has started and in a sense grown up in this family investment club. Uh, but before you share that part, I have to do a shout out and, and let uh, my friend, Miss Helena, introduce herself. <laughs> yes, you, yes. You, you are live, you, yes, come give it to us because we've been waiting for you. Well, first of all, I certainly would like to say good evening to everyone and I apologize for being a little tardy, but I was at another meeting, uh, but I left that because I said I have a family meeting with our family friend, the McNeils, and I must be there. And I want to give an extra shout out to our vice president, uh, Janelle Dancy that just presented and uh, I greatly appreciate her kind words. I am the treasurer and uh, as such as better investing, uh, I'm called the financial partner. So it I'm has been my pleasure. I was trying to interject also to introduce you. I was on mute. 
to emphasize that you're a proud graduate of Hampton University, where one of the hidden figures made her name uh, in mathematics and got a rocket to the moon. And we have our own hidden figure in Helena McIntosh. Yes, yes, <laughs> kudos. You, you can see that this family, we are full of love. So that keeps us going. Uh, but I'm happy to be here with you and, um, you know, share any information uh, that we might have in regard to uh, treasurer assignments, et cetera. Helena, while you have the floor, um, mm -hmm. talk, while you have the floor, talk a little bit about just the responsibility of treasurer, because that is so key for any successful investment club. And then... Um, any sort of little tips that you have for somebody who's going to take on the role of treasurer? And I know that we have one or two people that I've been in touch with that are thinking about starting investment clubs. And I think some uh, Ioni's working with some startups too. Well, uh, first of all, I would just say as the financial partner of the club, uh, the major responsibilities as defined by the Better Investing uh, Organization, uh, I, my responsibility is to collect the dues and the fees for the club. And I'm responsible for any expenses and uh, disbursements that are required uh, by the club. I also handle the various transactions that involve trades uh, for the buy and sell transactions uh, in the club. So the treasurer does have quite a bit of responsibility and other um, transactions would be recording the drips, that means the dividend reinvestment plan for the various stocks in your particular portfolio as uh, dividends are generated, you have to make those transactions and also any uh, mergers that take place or splits that take place. So we've had various activities with, because uh, we own Apple, so that was uh, involved in a, a particular split and we've had mergers, et cetera. Now, my main responsibility each month, I have to generate various reports for the club. And the main report is the valuation statement, which gives you an overview of your total portfolio of your cash balances in your bank, plus your brokerage, and then uh, the amount of equities that you also uh, have. So I think as Bob put in the preview, uh, we've been in effect for about 20 years and we do have over 100,000, you know, that we uh, have in our total portfolio. So the club is growing well. And in addition to the valuation statement, we generate the member status report. This is the report that uh, maintains and displays the total value of each member of the club. So it's uh, what they have at that particular time and what their percent ownership would be. And we also have uh, the cash uh, journal report, the complete journal ledger, etc. So these are various reports that we give on a regular monthly basis. But now that we're at the end of the year, we have finished 2020. So now it's tax time. And so the treasurer's responsibility also involves generating what they call year-end reports. And that will be forthcoming for our 